What up, guys? Coach Jimmy here. Coach Bam Bam there. And Coach Taylor there. Notice I changed that from Coach Taylor. I meant from Miss Taylor to Coach Taylor. Because she is now officially one of our coaches. She is our ladies coach. We have a women's only class. And she has taken that over. I sure have. I started it. Nice. How's that feeling, by the way? Um, I don't know yet. I haven't decided. Um, it felt good the first class, and then we were kind of getting a slow start. But I kind of expected it. Um, women are a little bit more timid. It takes a little bit more to get some traction. And all of my ladies that are currently just in our regular classes are out on vacation or they're moving or they've just got some other things going on right now but I think once we get our core group back in here um probably next week then I think it'll start picking up and it'll start feeling better I gotcha um I know that uh one of the hardest things about coaching for me when I started was believing in the stuff that I do like uh, I know, like, hey, this worked for me. Is it going to work for somebody else? Or am I going to be able to teach someone what I do? And, like, getting that across, like, this is what I do. And that was one of the hardest things for me. Are you experiencing that right now at all? Or, uh? Well, mine's more, like, I don't know what I do. <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to teach. Because I guess for me, for the longest time, it was just, defense you know learning how to get up how to stay on top that kind of thing and a lot of it was just wrestling just getting up um and I just started finding success with things where it's like oh that works like oh but now it's like I don't know can I can I teach that am I good enough to coach that like what so well just what you said defense some of the defensive skills that you've picked up and techniques you learn in the wrestling, that'd be a good place to start. Like that way they can protect themselves. Well that um I started with the positions, the around the world stuff. So starting from knee cutter pass, going around the body to mount. Uh we've only made it about halfway through that. And then my plan was to start working either from their back, learning triangle, arm bar type stuff. More self defense oriented because that's what women are interested in, um, and then go to getting up, or maybe vice versa. I'm still figuring things out. I noticed as a grappler, as a coach, like if you're, dang, yeah, I don't. It froze. Okay, I'll jump in. I kind of remember what you were saying because I was going to mention something. Uh, I've noticed it the past month, talking about uh, having confidence in what you're teaching and they ask a question about doing it a different way maybe I know I've experienced it just noticed it really this past month where they're asked a question well what if you do it this way and I found myself well, like you know what I cannot honestly tell you that that's wrong like that I'm not that's not wrong what you're doing let me tell you why I'm doing it the way I'm doing it and then you can try both ways the way you just showed me asking me a question yeah I, I can't tell you that looks good to me. Here's why I do it the way I showed you and let them play with it a little bit. Because you're saying, you know, there's, it goes back to what we talked about before. Like, your jiu-jitsu might not be the same as something that I would do or the same as something that Taylor would do. So you're not going to tell them that that's wrong, but you'll explain to them why you do something the way you do because you don't want to end up on bottom like you were saying of someone that outweighs you by 150 pounds. Right. Right. And honestly, dude, I don't know what happened to the stream just now. It shut down, so I had to actually restart it. And it says starting stream, but it hasn't come back up. So maybe it's the internet. Maybe um, – so are we still recording though? Yeah, the recording's okay. fine. My volume on for that short clip is probably only picking up on this mic over here. But for whatever reason it froze and my mic quit working. I noticed a light come on and it stopped picking up. So sorry about that guys. Anyway, some of that'll probably be edited out when we post. Some of it will be um if that mic picked it up, you might be able to up the volume of it. 
yeah, I maybe I, it doesn't really matter um, because you you just reiterated what we were talking about anyway. So um, it, it doesn't really matter. Uh, it says it's restarting now the live stream. I have no idea. Well, we've had a lot uh, of technical difficulties the past hour trying to oh, get this set up. Oh my god! Like this is this setup is awesome, but learning it and figuring it out and and doing the certain different things, I just destroyed the the stream audio. Uh, and I've been doing all of the research, all of the stuff myself. Like I have equipment here that you would you would see in a like very very professional. Um, very professional setting like and i'm having to learn how to use it and do it myself i'm trying to maintain my track of thought trying to switch the cameras trying to make sure that your sound is good my sound is good i don't like wearing the headphones because it feels less authentic to me but man i would have known earlier if i had the headset on like oh your mic's not working i seen the bar is not picking up and I was like, why isn't it picking up? And then it spiked every now and then because my voice was picking up on you guys' mic. So I was like, oh, it's just a little low, so I need to speak louder. So I started speaking louder, and it was picking me up, but it was picking me up from the other mics. <laughs> so I'm still learning. It's one of those things that I, that's, I'm a student of the game, period. And that kind of goes back to what I was saying when I first started coaching. I was coaching – and I was like, I didn't want to teach anybody anything wrong. So I was like, don't do this because you're going to pay for it. As a 140-pound guy, if I messed up, I'm going to pay. And if I end up under a 240-pound guy, I'm not getting up. You know what I mean? Like, I'm especially if he knows how to hold someone down and he knows the proper positioning and he knows, like, all that. I'm not getting up. And it's, it, just, it, just, it just is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I had to learn how to not let people get me into those positions. And by not getting into those positions, it was very, very uh, hard or uh, like learning how to stop people from putting you in those positions that they wanted you in. But once I did, I was like, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. And I was coaching people in that style. Now I have to backtrack a little bit because – I do things like my back escapes, like the way that I escape back, like the way that I escape that is not the way that most schools would teach you to escape back control. I go the opposite way and most people are like, no, don't go that way. And uh, and then like uh, I was I was teaching it at another school and one of the coaches like, well, why, why are you going that way? And I'm like, I found it easier for me to push my hip through this way or whatever. And, like, I explained my thought process, and this is just how I learned it. Because most people teach go away from the choking hand, go away, and, like, I'm turning into it. And and I'm, so that's one of those things where I teach. Do as I say, not as I do, right? right. And <laughs> I've, I've had those moments uh Escaping side control. A lot of times I'll just roll over because I don't like giving up mount because I hate escaping when someone has me in mount. But I'll give up my back all day because I'd rather fight them to get off my back because I feel fairly confident in fighting with someone on my back than them sitting on me in mount. So I, when I'm teaching them, like, guys, don't just turn away like you've seen me do all this time. Like, you want to face them. You never want to give up your back. And I give up my back all the time. Just because I don't want to give up the mount. I mean, I'd rather, I don't want to give up mount. I just really give up my back. That's just something I do. Yeah, I, I, don't, uh, I don't recommend doing that. I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I tell them, don't, don't do that. But you'll see me do it all the time. And, of course, it depends on who I'm rolling with, too. But if I'm, I'm in a situation I need to move, I can't just lay on bottom. So I'm going to move one way or the other. Right, and I understand that. I understand that some people, some people are just better at getting people off their backs. Like if you if you get on my back and you finish me with a choke from my back, like you you work for it. Like it wasn't just like, oh yeah, I'm gonna finish here. Um, now I've had some guys like try to squeeze my head off and stuff. Like 
uh, in training, and I'm just like, nah, I don't want my face sore, but in comp or whatever, it'd be different. Right. But, yeah, so I get it. Like, me, I, I'll pass with my elbow to the outside, with the with my elbow to the outside of my knee a lot, and that's like Kamora Central, Kamora City. But I, I do that. I do that because uh, it's something that no one ever corrected early on, and I realized, like, oh, they're going to move and try to get my arm when I'm coming through this way. So I, I'm just ready for it, and I try to just beat them to the uh, – I try to beat them to the punch, so to speak, right. on that. And then when I teach it now, I'm like, hey, put your elbow, like, line it up with the knee and, and do this other thing. But that's just, that's just how it is, you know. Like, we all have our good habits, right. and we have our bad habits, and – that's what I was trying to say to her, to Taylor a minute ago. Is like that was my biggest thing. And early on, I was like, no, 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 I didn't want to teach anybody wrong. So I was trying to stick with the stuff that I knew worked, and I knew, like, like for one hundred percent, without a doubt, like this is what I'm capable of doing, and I, I do it with this. And then it turned into over the years. It's like, okay, I see guys get away with doing this all the time and i've been telling people not to do it like one of the first things i always taught people is like don't put your hands on the mat don't put your hands on the mat don't put your hands on the mat but i teach them don't put your hands on the mat from guard right but then uh when you pass guard it's okay but i I never sat down and like hey you know when you pass you don't have to like keep your hands on them you can now you can you can touch the mat it's okay I never and thought that's just about one that. of those little things. But I don't know if I've ever made that mistake. I just naturally ba- try to base out with my hands, but I've never thought of that. Do you? Did you see that problem a lot? Yeah, yeah. I I realized that some of my higher level guys, when they were settling, like they were doing uh, the white belt side control, mm-hmm. where they were like cupping the shoulder and pulling them in, and they're like, "Oh, I can't, I can't ever let my hands touch the mat." And then I was like, ah, I messed them up. Like, no, no, no. What you were talking about just from guard, guys. And then, um, and there's times in guard where you you have to post. Like, you have yeah. to. And it's not a good thing, but you, you have to, or you're going to get swept. Right. Post and come get your elbows back in and stuff. So there's times. But anyway, all this started, and we went down this rabbit hole uh, because I was talking about Miss Taylor and her uh, – new class and I, I wanted to ask her because I know early on I was experiencing that self-doubt and like man am I really good enough to teach and then I only wanted to like I I'm, I feel like I made the mistake of saying you know never do this never do that and speaking in definites instead of saying I like to do this Here's why. And then here's the risk versus the reward. And some people aren't far enough along in their journey to right. to know the difference between those two. I did back then, but I, I didn't want people doing stuff that was silly to your average person or whatever. I think mine's going to be the opposite. I think if someone asks me a question, I'm going to be like, I don't know. Let me ask. like, And just... It's just a confidence thing, I guess, because I know I know that I have a game and I know that I obviously do things, but I haven't thought about it in pieces like that. Like, what do I do here? What piece is here? What piece leads me here? And I'm kind of having to dissect what I do and break it down, and it's weird. It's it is. Odd. Not everyone can coach or, say, like, can coach beginning – uh, can coach like just jump in and coach because it is a lot it's a lot more different a lot more goes into it teaching it than actually doing it yourself uh-huh. and it's nice having that safety net when I first started teaching anything kids class and uh, Jimmy gave me one like my own adult class like I asked like are you going to be here like, I, we talked about it for yeah. a week or two like are you going to be here I, I got you back. Like I'll step in if you need me to. I'm like, okay. All right, yeah. Like I, I wanted that safety net. Mm-hmm. Now, like he'll he can let me know ten minutes for class. I'm like, yeah, I got it. I'll wing something. We'll, yeah, we'll figure it we'll out. We'll start class, and you're like, I don't know. Let's let's just see what happens. Yeah, let's, let's, let's see where the spirit leads me. <laughs> and you'll you'll get there too. So it's just like with training jujitsu. You know, mat time, putting that time in. 
same thing as a coach. I feel like you put that in and you just go with it and you can tell them like, I can't, well, I can't tell you why it's wrong, but this is why I do it. Or like, you know, Hey, let me get back to you. I'll, I'll check on that. I'll use that work all the time. Like I'll find out and get back with you. Like yeah. it's, it's a great answer. Like, let me find, let me check on that. He, I'll get back with you. He, uh, Jimmy told me to just be like, well, we're not doing that now. This is what we're doing. <laughs> Don't worry about that yet. You can do that. Yeah. I think it depends on what the question, like what rabbit hole they're going down. If it's something mm-hmm. nice and quick, like, well, this is why. If it's something where you can, like, spend a whole other class on it, like, n- no, no, we'll back up. <laughs> that, that's too far. Let's come back, reel it in. And I just want to say, too, because you got me, like, self-conscious now. Like, no, I don't always give up my back. <laughs> like, and it depends on who I'm rolling with. Like, when I roll with you, I don't want to give you my back. I just want to say that. <laughs> it's just certain people. And then also, I mean, that's how I'm going to get better at defending my back. By letting people take it. Agreed. And I, I, I do that, too. I, I give up my back. I would, I would give up my back before I, I, would, mount. Before I would give mount. That's yeah. what I was saying. <laughs> yeah, I would. Uh, well, I don't teach that. But I don't give up my back, really, unless I really... So, not on purpose. Well, th- so I was going to say, I, I go turtle first, and then I have a set series of three or four moves where sweeps and attacks from, from turtle. Like, you have to work to secure the back. Because I'll like go turtle, but I'm already thinking, what am I attacking you with from turtle? Gotcha. Yeah, so for me it's more it's more so like um <clears throat> I'm elbow knee escaping, right? Yeah. But what I do usually is I'll turn and they'll try to turn and that's when I'll turn back. So I don't actually give it up, but if some people cinch in and move. Oh yeah. Yeah, like they'll do a, sit, a chair sit or something and end up on my back. But I would definitely rather I don't know. I'm pretty good at mount escape. I'm pretty good at that, and I'm, I I don't mind people being on my back either, which well, is odd. Thinking about it, I never really thought about it because it just depends on who I'm rolling with. I'm, I would never give certain people my back. I would fight tooth and nail for it. But then there's other people like that. I would just be like, oh yeah, well, all right. We're, when we're here now, let's fight out of this position. You know. Well, I guess where my mindset is, who's carrying whose weight? If you're on my back, you're carrying my weight. I can push back into you until we pick a side. But in mount, I have, like I can get out of mount, but it takes a little bit more work because I'm dealing with, like, I'm carrying your weight now, and you're on my back, you're going to carry my weight. That, that makes sense? Yeah. I guess that's where my mindset is. Like, I'd rather you carry my weight than me carry your weight. Yeah, and I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, it's not, like I said again, <laughs> that goes to what we were talking about earlier. And, and, um, like, I don't tell anybody they're wrong anymore. Like, when I first started coaching, I was like, no, 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 you don't ever want to give up your back. No, 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 you don't ever want to give up mount. Like, you don't ever, you don't ever want to. Yeah. But now it's kind of like, oh, yeah, well, you developed a game around giving up your back and <laughs> making well, people tired. you say tired. that now, like, I don't just, like, here, take my back. I mean, Bam Bam starts rolling with you, and he's just, like, flop over and give his back up. Yeah, I mean, I if that's that. what he wants to do, no. I mean, it's cool. I'm just playing. But, uh, no, nah, I mean, I get it. Like, that's, that's what I'm saying is, like, it's not wrong. It's like, it's your art. You do whatever you want to do. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best to keep you in front of me. I'm going to do my best to keep you under me and carrying my weight if I'm right. trying to win. Uh, if I'm not, if I'm just playing the game, then I'll, I'll, play, I'll play guard. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll lay flat sometimes and let people pass and just go, I'm going to get them back to my guard or I'm going to get the shortstop rubber guard and see if I can do something from there if I'm just playing. But if I'm being serious and I'm like, no, no, I want to, I want to really see what's up, then I am trying to wrestle to the top and be on top and make them carry my weight and make them uncomfortable, gain position, make them uncomfortable, gain position, and then uh, submit them. But if I'm playing a game, if I'm just like whatever happens, happens, I'll sit in front of you. I'll I'll lay on my side in front of you. You know, like uh, put you in my guard, whatever. That, like that's how you know I'm playing. If I, if I sit down in front of you and I'm playing and doing whatever, like I'm, I'll sit and be like, hey, come here. Sometimes when we're, even when we're wrestling, I'll just push the face, push the face, push the head and like turn corners and like, 
see if you're going to shoot. I don't even, I'm not really trying to be greedy and like snap you down or double leg your fireman. You know, I'm not doing yeah. those, those things. It just depends on what my goals are and who I'm grappling with. So I get it. But I 100% avoid that this is wrong, don't ever do this phrase that I, I didn't really say that in the beginning a whole lot. But I had a few rules like always both elbows in and both elbows out. Never touch the mat. Don't put your head in the snake pit. Don't put your head in the snake pit. Never put your head in here until you do, right? Yeah. It's like once you – but you sometimes you, you do. <laughs> and that that's what the problem is. That's where, uh, that's where it starts getting muddy or whatever. And that is what jiu-jitsu is about. And the more the more you coach, the more you realize, like, oh yeah, never go flat. Oh well, unless they're trying to dash you, <laughs> then you then you go flat, like, and you you sweep them, you hip in, and like forward shrimp under, or shovel your hips under, and roll them, or whatever. Like that is one of those times, right? Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be one of those Taylor uh, when you're coaching them and go, I never go flat. Couple months later, all right, Dars. Now, if you want to escape this, you got to go flat. Whoa, 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 coach! You said never go flat. Just kidding. <laughs> but wait, there's more. <laughs> there's this one instance you want to go flat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, to kind of take a segue off on what you were talking about when you said that you're um playing jujitsu some, and then sometimes you you know want to see what's up. How often do you play jujitsu versus actually seeing what's up? Because I know that's something that I'm kind of struggling with now because I've been playing guard. I've been playing butterfly, playing triangle, that whole thing for months. But now it's like, okay, I don't want to play anymore. I want to roll. So how often do you trade off? Me? Never. I never see what's up anymore because I get in trouble. Uh, (laughs) I put it on a six-year-old kid today. He didn't want these problems. He didn't want these hands. I think he was he's eight, wasn't he? Yeah, he's eight. <laughs> Wait, or did you do it in Perry, too? Uh, maybe. maybe. Uh, no, I'm just playing. But uh, I don't I don't roll hard anymore, ever. But I think that's, I think that that's, that's really good because I know who I can roll hard with. Like, if I want to, if I wanted to roll hard, I could, I could tell like Steven, I could say, Hey, I want to roll. Hard. I really want to see, I really want to try today. And he would let me and he's good enough to like manage me and me not run somebody off or whatever. I know I'm saying that a lot, but like, I don't, there's for lack of better words because it's like, whatever, you know what I mean? It's one of those things where. anybody and everybody can interpret it different ways. I know that I could roll with Jay hard. I could submit Jay every 30 seconds and he'll come back smiling tomorrow, still wanting to train. I know that without a doubt. I could roll as hard as I want to with Jay. I don't want to put Jay through that. I want Jay to, I want Jay to have hard, difficult rolls. So he getting, he's getting better. Uh, But I could, if I wanted to come in here and roll hard, I would choose Bam Bam or Jay, maybe Zach, depending on how he's feeling. There's not very many other people in the gym here that I would just come in and like, uh, maybe Gavin, maybe Gavin, uh, that I would just hammer down. But I still never really hammered down on any of those guys. I just rolled hard. So I I think that you kind of should save that for comp. But you still need hard rounds to get ready for comp, in my opinion. So that drillers for killers class, like you need to push yourself till you're completely exhausted and then try to roll kind of hard. But you know who the you know who they are. You know the people that can take it. And you also need to check and see if they're in the mood that day. Like, you good today? Like, I kinda wanna roll hard. And protect them from themselves, because some people are too tough for their own good and then they'll end up pushing themselves to the point that they, they're not having fun anymore. We need to make sure that everyone's having fun and doing whatever. But, like, you could roll hard as you wanted to with me 
and that would be cool. You could find a main training partner, someone that you know that you can push that's close to your level so you can see what you're capable of. I know rolling hard with me is not the same as rolling hard with somebody at your same level. I know that. But you, you'll you find the people that you can push that you can just try to, to roll not without breaking each other. You know what I mean? Control yeah. chaos. Yeah. yeah. It's just, I guess I'm... How, I guess because I do play jujitsu so much that it's like, okay, when do I try to roll hard? At what point? Is it once a week do I do it? Is it once a month? Like, when do I quit? Or when do I take a day to stop focusing on what I'm working on and actually grind, if that makes any sense? It does make sense. How my mindset is for that exact question is – I feel like I'm right in the middle with my game. Like, there's people that push me, and then I know I can push other people. So, a lot of times, I just let whoever I'm rolling with dictate. Like, I'm, I'm good with whatever at this point. Like, I'm I'm happy where I'm at. I know I'm going to progress. It takes time. Like, I just feel good. So, I'm just – whoever I'm going with, if they start turning it up on me, I'm like, okay. They, they want to go a little bit harder. But let's do that. If it's someone that I know can smash me, and I feel them turn it up like, okay, they're pushing me. Let me see if I can meet their expectations then, and I'll push it. Some of uh, like our junior coaches or teenagers, I just, I don't do it all the time, but once in a blue moon, I, I'll, I'll turn it up a little bit that way they and see how they react. Like I just kind of go with the flow and just see, you know, like how how they're pushing me, and I just let them set the pace. And now we're just playing the game, having fun. If they turn it up on me, like okay, that's what they want to do. I'll match their intensity. We'll just. We'll do this. We'll play this game. I mean, because it, it's fun. Like, it's it's an art. And I'm, maybe that's just my personality, too. Easy going. Like, I just go with it. Yeah, it seems and to be your motto these days. Yeah, it does. It does. Well, I, I, I've been feeling pretty good. Uh, and then, like, say, the ones that push me, like, I know I can take it. Like, because Jimmy said, like, he's never full-blown gone 100% with me, but he has pushed me. And he knows I can – I've gotten comfortable being uncomfortable. So if they want to turn it up and push me, I can take it. Right. I mean. Makes sense. So, I mean, that, that's just where I'm at. I'm still figuring it out. Yeah. I mean, that makes perfect sense. And, I mean, we all go through all these different stages in, in this journey. It's weird. It's weird for me right now because, I don't know, I guess – I guess I still see myself as, like, this clumsy girl who stumbled in here. And I never thought that I was good at this ever because, like, all the new people that show, that did show up were, like, bigger, stronger guys. And now we've got girls in here. And I'm like, oh, I do kind of know jujitsu, But it's it's just an odd phase right now that I'm trying to figure out and work through. Blue belt, let's do some weird shit today. That's how I feel. <laughs> like, let's just see what happens. <laughs> hey. <laughs> we got a mini Bam Bam over here. But, um, so, yeah, I I think that just for you guys that are in YouTube land or whatever, um, yeah, the stream's in and out. They're coming to fix our internet tomorrow. Um, I called them right before. Um I called them right before we done this podcast. We probably should have waited. Uh, Are we still live on YouTube? N- yes and no, because it says we're live, but it's loading. So I'm going to end that stream and just call it a night because we only have um, eight viewers, and I'm just going to kill it, and we're going to make sure that our stream, our internet connection is better for the next time. And we'll just post this one on Spotify and we'll re-upload this to YouTube. Yeah. And you guys can kind of see the process of us messing up, making mistakes, and learning how to do this. This is exactly how, um, this is exactly how uh, jiu-jitsu is, period. It teaches you to roll with the punches. It teaches you how to show up. Uh, even when stuff's aggravating or frustrating, you're just kind of like, dang, okay, what do I need to do to make this better? And I think that that's, what makes jujitsu so unique and special is that it, like, it's one of the hardest things you ever do mentally in your entire life. So when you're dealing with stuff like this, it's just kind of like, which whatever. Yeah. And um, so anyway, 
So Coach Taylor's got a new uh, women's class for you guys to come check out. Coach Bam Bam is trying to do some private lessons with kids and adults. Mm-hmm. He's trying to uh, do a kids comp team. We're going to sit down Monday when we get back and decide the day that we're doing our kids competition and the weight classes and the skill levels. We're going to sit down Monday and try to figure out exactly when and where and what, when we're doing that. And uh, I will definitely have this live stream stuff figured out. I will make a fake account and play with this thing until I know exactly how it works so that we don't have this happen to us again so you guys aren't tuning in and jumping off, tuning in and jumping off because that sucks. I know how it is to try to watch a live stream and it keeps freezing or lagging. I absolutely hate people jumping in and out and they're like their internet not being well. I want to watch something. I'm trying to watch it. Back to what we were saying and we're going to switch subject up after that. But kids comp, we are going to do a sub only kids comp. I don't see anybody doing that. And it's going to be a small one. And it's going to be one of those things like where your kid, like when you want your kid to be a part of this, is like just know they, they, they are coming to compete. They're going to compete against some hammers. And uh, that's what I want to turn it into. I want to give people a chance to let their kids actually test their jiu-jitsu and not a little five-minute or three-minute who can hold person each other down long enough for a few points. I want the kids to actually kind of start seeing what's up and uh, like make this thing real as close to the adults as possible. Uh, so that that's what we have coming up. As far as coaching and stuff, and, and to, back to reiterate that, like, I don't think that, I don't think that I'll ever be able to look at the way that I coach and look at that stuff the same, because now I'm so deep into this, like, I do stuff sometimes now, because I know that they're going, what they're going to do, and I'm like, oh, I'm really good at def- defending this or I'm really good at getting to my position and my spot if they try to do this. And it's, it's funny because, uh, 10 years ago, there's things that I would just be like, I'd never do this. And now I do that stuff. Um, uh, I'm playing a lot of shortstop. I'm allowing people to pass so that I could get my knee in and play shortstop rubber guard. And, I'm enjoying that position a lot. I've been trying where I'm at here lately, a uh, twister side. I don't necessarily go twister or truck. Sometimes I go mount or I try to look for an entry into a uh, saddle. But twister side, see how they react. I gotcha. Well, um, I, I, it's just you go through phases. Yeah. You go through phases of stuff that you like doing. For a long time there, I just wanted to be able to stay on top. And then I got really, really, really good at staying on top. And then uh, for a while there, I just wanted to play guard. I just wanted to triangle people. Uh, I got really good at triangling people. And then I uh, was like, I'm going to go back to being on top. And I got really, really good at that. And I was like, okay, I got to figure out how to get to the back from here. I'm not good at taking people's backs. So then I, all I focused on was getting to people's backs. And now I'm like rolling people to their back from diving guard passes to sitting backwards to flipping them over and taking their back. And it's, uh, it's playful now, you know? Yeah. Uh, Taylor, you said you've been having fun like playing the art of jiu-jitsu and different games. Is there one that you found that you like the best or having fun with here lately? Mm. I think my favorite one right now is um, going triangle from rubber guard because I started doing it a lot, and this is terrible, but I'm really bad at rubber guard. <laughs> so I haven't figured out the the weight on the shoulder I have, yes. I have a hard time with that. Too. So they're always posturing up. And I know that that's going to happen because my rubber guard is trash. But I get there and I'll grab their wrist. And we actually done 
something similar to this that the boogeyman seminar. I, I know what you're talking about. And I'll grab their wrist, and they're like, oh, I'm out of here. And I'll just snake my foot up. Like, my knee will go to their armpit, and then just, you know, yeah. as they slide up, it's an easy transition. And uh, it's so funny because every time I, I go to do it, and I have one girl that I train with a lot, she sees it coming now, and she'll go, no, not the foot, not today. And... um that one's probably my favorite, and I've tried to stop doing it a little bit and piddle with some other stuff, but I don't know. Um, I've really just been doing triangles a lot, triangle arm bar. That's actually how I broke my toe Friday. Triangles are everywhere. Yes, that was <sighs> – I was attempting a mounted triangle, wasn't going to get it. Uh, the guy that was on his back, he went, baby bridges do work. Wasn't going to get the mounted triangle. And so I was like, well, I'll just transition to an arm bar. Not today, sucker. <laughs> I went to transition and he rolled. It was just a freak accident. And then, you know, my big toe snapped like a twig. Ow. Yeah. Why are you laughing, sir? So you just said triangles are everywhere. Um, today in class, I was teaching short top, short stop to uh, flying kung fu, pretty much. And one of the kids, I was showing meat hook sweep. Uh, I was showing carny. Uh, just that little series there. And uh, one of the kids said, can you triangle there? And I was like, yeah. When they post, you just slip your leg through and switch your hips. Triangle any, anywhere. And, uh, well, Wow, I was just saying, Coach Bam Bam says all the time, you can triangle from anywhere. I said, yeah, all right, uh, let me take your back. I want you to triangle me. And it was like, I'm going to tell Coach Bam Bam. And that's what, when she said that a minute ago, I kind of laughed because that you, happened tonight. You can dart someone with them on your back. You can. I've, <laughs> I've witnessed that, which is blows my mind. <laughs> uh, so well, it's like funny. a front dart farce. We, uh, talking about triangles are everywhere. I was rolling with Jay last night, and I like rolling with him. I'll try stupid shit, because he's going to react some type of way that no one else is going to react. And we do just end up weird positions, and we'll catch weird submissions. And he had a triangle from a different position, and I'm like, man, I didn't even think about triangle. I thought you were going to go here, you know? He goes, man, you're the one that told me triangles are everywhere. Why wouldn't I go triangle? I'm like, you're correct, sir. Like, touche. Makes sense. Touche. Touche. But, yeah, um, so, yeah, that happened today in class. So, Caitlin's got, got one from you. She's going to be like, hey, Coach Bam Bam, show me a triangle from the back. Not with you on the back, with them on your back. <laughs> and I'm going to find a loophole and find, like, an arm triangle. Like, what now? <laughs> what now? A triangle's a triangle. That's a triangle. You didn't specify with the legs. This is true. So, tell you what, you could hook, get their hooks, scoot, butt scoot forward, roll backwards and catch a triangle. I literally, that's what I was going to say. I literally was like, he's, he's going to like slide down and do a backwards roll into a triangle. And, uh, a triangle. <laughs> and, there, and then he said it. <laughs> that's hilarious. So, because uh, you're my coach. <laughs> Is that not what you would have done, probably? No, nah, I'd have just been like, it'd be harder trying with somebody from here. But you're trying to, someone's calling you, now you're going to make a point. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, I, I'm trying to get used to these buttons here. And there's been several times Taylor's over here, like, messing with her hair and, like, looking down. And I start talking. And, he and to you me, start but. talking, and I'll try to go to you, and then I go to her, and she's over here just, like, not even in the paying attention. So there's several minute clips. Not minute, but second. You do it pretty quickly. Second, yeah, clips where she's just, like, staring off in the space. <laughs> Guys, it's going to get better. Like, um, it will get better. But, uh, oh, so we're going to a seminar this weekend. Yes. I have no idea uh, who all is coaching. I know Brandon McCatherine's going to be there. Gio is going to be there. Nathan Orchard. Nathan Orchard. I and did Boogie. that. And Boogie. I knew Boogie was coming. I knew Brandon was coming. I think it's just those four. Uh, I didn't know Gio. Didn't know 
uh, Orchard was coming until today when Zach was talking about it. And, like, I had paid for it months ago. Yeah. And I was like, that. I was just going to go and, like, learn some cool stuff. And then I'm like, oh, all these other guys are coming. So, yeah. well, uh, it's pretty cool. I was messaging uh, Zach about it, and he started saying, I want to see this from this one, this from this one. Like, Dream Weekend. He goes, like, Get some more rubber guard stuff from Boogie. Let's get some dead orchard from Nathan. If Brandon McCatherin does like some mounted triangle, I'm like, dude, that would be amazing because I've been seeing mounted triangles, but I have a hard time. Like, I see them like, just hitting that transition and then the finish. I'm like, that would make my day. So, I don't want to see mounted triangle from Brandon. Uh, I'm pretty good at finishing those, and I have my own ways of like sliding. You're not hips the down. only one that's going to be there, sir. I know. But <laughs> that I was want... such a self centered, like, well, I don't want to see no, it. No, no. I'll, from Brandon, I want to see punch chokes. That's that's where I was going with it. I wouldn't say, oh, well, I Who don't want to see that. Punch chokes are fake. Someone said that. Yeah, I say it all the time. <laughs> I say punch chokes are fake. Uh, Coach Stevens says it all the time. I say it all the time because it's true. Like, to me, I'm like, yeah, you could finish me with a punch choke. Obviously, you could finish me with a punch choke, but it's hard. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like wiggle and move the hands in. Like, you're gonna have some work, but apparently, Brandon's punch choke is off the chain, and it's like really, really, really good. And it'll turn into a darce if you roll your hand a certain way. And I just want to learn his punch choke stuff. And I I want to be able to finish people with punch chokes. Did you hear? I that? have had people in full blown punch chokes, and they're like, "Nah." So that's what I want. I want I want to have a sick punch choke game, and I want to punch choke Stephen Aiken. <laughs> that's what I want to do with my life. Yep. You hear about uh, Jocko's punch choke? He told a story about the guy, the neck bone he broke. He broke the guy's neck with a punch choke. Have you heard this story? Oh. He had a punch choke. It was someone brand new, first day. <laughs> it was one of his buddies, like, just said, like, Jocko has showed him, like, some of the basics, and then the guy's like, well, can we, like, nice about it, and they're like, hey, can we roll a little bit? Jocko's like, sure. Didn't go over tapping. He threw a punch choke, but punch choke, he had a fist and put it directly on his trach. Oh, yeah. But then he put his chest here, so that's how he finishes it with his weight. Yeah. And the guy didn't zap. Well, not just that. He said he did a walk back move and hugged Jocko, thinking, for some reason, I'm going to hold him close to me because that will protect me. And it, since Jocko's pushing down, it just made it tighter. And something broke. Yeah, uh, you know, I was teaching my, my guillotine that I do. And Dale broke... Mr. Males. I remember uh, this. I forget what those bones are called or what they're called right here. Starts with an H. I don't remember. Yeah, but he broke those and he, like, that day he was like, this guy, and then he was like having trouble. Like, it just felt like he said he felt like he had like a, a, something lodged in his throat, like a cough drop or something was like stuck. I want to say it was the same exact scenario story, Jocko's friend, and he ended up going to a doctor. Like a little while later, it's like, sir, did you like you got like a broke bone or something? And his friend's like, oh, yeah, I know how I got that. That makes sense now, because he didn't know it at the time. He just knows it hurts. Right. That's funny. <laughs> I know Mel. Mel come in. He's like, yeah, that little thing right here. That's why it feels like there's something in my throat is broken. <laughs> It's like, so we're not doing chokes today. And I'm like, are you still training? He was like, yeah, yeah, just don't choke me. And I'm like, well, that's pretty cool. Let's just tell people not to choke us while we're doing jiu-jitsu. Like, hey, no, no, don't choke me. Do arm locks. Stop. Leg locks. No, don't touch me there. This is my safety square. No, no square. No, no square. So, tell you what. You're the one that said that, and I was telling a friend that, and I changed it to no, no square. And they corrected me and said, no, it's safety square. So I'm not the only one that says safety square. I actually changed it because of you to no, no square. And then they called me. I did it to the one person that says safety square like me. Well, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I've never heard it either way, but <laughs> safety, safety square is like my bubble. That's, that's what it is. My space. That's what it is. 
no-no square. <laughs> is your no-no is, square. Uh, like this is this is this a area, the special no, place. Don't touch me there. This is my no-no square. That's why you say no-no. Safety square is a bubble, though. Like, you're in my bubble. But they can be in your bubble without touching you. If you're in my bubble, I feel threatened. I was, hey, I was always told you. in school, they're talking about like a safety bubble. If someone enters your personal bubble, it's the same as assault. You can defend yourself. I don't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't believe I that threatened. at all. <laughs> I don't believe that at all. I, like, I believe I'm just saying that's what they told us in school. They told you that in school? This was like middle school, yes. <laughs> I remember this. Oh, wow. This happened. Like, we were told, like, it's tell. Like, no. tell. This was like a call like, for someone that had come and did, like, a presentation. Uh, and it's like, if they're in your bubbles and you feel threatened, that's the same as assault. Like, call the cops. I'm making it a habit now to just pan over to her when I see her doing something crazy. It's just going to be, like, a regular <laughs> thing on the podcast. <laughs> like, yeah, like the train, because she's just going to be like... Oh, so you edit these videos, Yes, right? I do. Yes, I do. So what you should do is... Like roll credits at the end or something, or you're signing off. Like behind the credits, you know, it's like bloopers. Just have her cut out all the things when she's doing something crazy. Or <laughs> any of us. Any of us. Like, because you have all of us on camera, even though you don't have us selected. Yeah. You can just see one doing something crazy and just put that in the background. Look, y'all are going to stop picking on me. I pay attention. I said, I said all of us. I pay attention, but sometimes I'm like, mm, this doesn't involve me. So I, I'm just going to look too. around. Like the seminar. Y'all are talking about the seminar, and I'm just like, hmm. Yeah, I would. I'd be a little salty about that too, bro. She's so salty. I am. She is so salty. I, I asked her. Everybody's going. But, I asked but, her. But there's sil- a but. There is like silver lining. Could you really do it anyway? You have a broke toe. Oh, I do it. <laughs> y'all look how serious. Look how <laughs> serious you, she looks. Y'all didn't see the way she just looked at me. Like I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> okay, but. For everyone's reference, when I said, no, I don't have to go, Jimmy and I were talking, and I said, you and Bam Bam should go. Y'all are our coaches. You guys go. You you just have to video it and teach me everything. This is true. I that, remember this. That's what happened. And now everybody's going, and I'm stuck here all alone. Everyone's not going. Just yeah. four of us. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Thank you. Thank you. All I'm saying is, is that it was supposed to be a me and Bam Bam thing. Yeah. And then Zach was like, I'm going. And then Jay was like, well, I'm going. That didn't have anything to do with you and I. Because we didn't even know they were going until. They told us. They told us they were going. After they had already paid. No, he paid for Jay. I paid for Jay. I mean, Jay paid him back, Jay, but he yeah. paid for Jay. He, he well, messaged I, I me. I didn't know Jay everybody or, or everyone had paid. Yeah, well, Jay messaged me. He was like, hey, can you uh, cash app Brian the money? And I was like, for what? And he's like, I want to go to the seminar. And I was like, oh, cool. Me and Bam Bam are going. He's like, yeah, I know. Uh, Zach's already paid, and I want to go. And I was like, oh, okay. So, and then like, the next week, Zach's like, I got our BMV. Yeah, and then... <laughs> Zach told me that, and I was like, oh, cool. I didn't know any of that. I didn't know that they were planning on going. I don't, which it should have been obvious that Zach was going to go because uh, Orchard is, like, Zach's guy. Yeah. Zach, Zach has been looking forward to learning from him. Like, he follows him. He, he does. I didn't even know who the dude was, and he's like, how do you not know who that was? I was like, I didn't know who Gio was until Coach told me. I knew Richie, and I was like, I didn't. I don't follow these guys. I don't. I don't yeah. follow jujitsu like that. Like I should. I probably should start. There was a combat jujitsu this weekend, and I didn't even watch it. And I should because I I love learning. Right. But when I've turned around and made my entire life about it. It's like when I'm not inside the school or I'm not at my coaches actually learning, I don't want to do jujitsu. I want to do other things like this podcast or my stream or whatever because that that is how I get away from work. But I think I would enjoy watching some guys that I actually knew grapple. 
Yeah. And I don't enjoy watching two guys that I don't know because then it's kind of like I will put it on and let it be in the background, but it's like, oh, who's going to win? Oh, well, I, I like this guy's technique. I like what he's doing. Yeah. And But that's not I one of the things that yeah. I would. I don't watch it as much as Zach does. Like, I don't even – I think I might know some names a little bit more than you, but not as much as Zach. Like, a lot of the – I don't follow it as religiously as he does. Like, I know certain names and law names that I follow, like, on Instagram. It's just something that I just happen to come across. Or someone mentioned, like, hey, check this one guy out. Like, I know one of my favorites is I love uh, watching Kent Peters, his zombie proof. Like, I just like his stuff. Uh, Taylor likes watching some of the, the, the girls that, that do, like, the Instagram videos and stuff. And I'm like, man, that's... That's cool. Like that's stuff that that's stuff that you guys should do because you guys have stuff that the world don't know about, and like it's still what? new to them. Like, um, like we. Hey, that's what, what I heard. Saying? I don't. That's one like what? Look at the us. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, will, it, it's fun, and I'm. But I what promise am I going to show that no one knows? I will. It's not that no one knows. How many people you think knows Kent Peters stuff? How many people? Mm-hmm. Probably a lot. I say I watch it. I didn't say I implement a lot of it. <laughs> right. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of like. Uh, there's a lot of people that know. Uh, that know how to do a triangle. But look at how many people show their variation of triangles. I know that my triangle is different. I know I do triangles different. There's not a lot of people that do triangles the way that I do triangles. I know you're talking about some of the ones Taylor follows. She showed me this one girl. I don't know what the hell she did. Like it was crazy. I went oh. to Taylor. I went to Taylor just in by accident, and she was like, <laughs> <laughs> "I hope he doesn't ask me for a name. I don't know I any other name. What, I don't know the name, but you might remember the move. I think it was when I was really on. I was on Omoplatos, and then I started working leg locks, and it was like a toehold. And so she did something to a toehold, and you were like, "Look at this." I can't remember. It was something wild. It was crazy. I remember, but I don't remember. You remember showing me though, and it was something with a toehold. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't remember what it was. I started calling Bam Bam Instagram for a little while there. Cause that yeah. dude would come in and I'm like, look, I seen this on Instagram. Like, I would. I you need to get off Instagram, bro. Hey, you have to admit, one time I showed you something, you're like, yeah, I used to do that. You know what? We're gonna do class later. We did class over that move that night after I showed it to you on Instagram. Yeah, because I remembered it, and it was a move that I used to do. But I'm just saying, where did I see it first? Instagram. Instagram. You didn't remember it. So I'm just saying, we did a whole class over something I saw on Instagram. Why, why are you knocking me? Because <laughs> you're just a king of Instagram videos. I think all he does is just follow people who do jujitsu, and he scrolls through, and he's like, yeah, yeah, let's see. Let's see if <laughs> Coach knows this one. No, n- and then he's like, hey, let me show you this. Not necessarily. Oh, I have done that you, Steven, too. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. It was something. <laughs> it was like an arm bar escape, and they use, like, the buggy choker fly trap, like, getting the leg in, like, to escape arm bar. <laughs> but I wasn't the only one. It was, like, half the class because it had just been posted. So half the class was, like, Coach Steven, he goes, this many of y'all talking about it, y'all got to show me. Like, what are y'all talking about? So we pulled it up and showed them like this. Uh, everyone, everyone's trying to hit the move from Instagram. I've tried it a couple of times, and it never works out the way that they sh- they do it on the videos. I couldn't tell you how many videos I have saved. I know. <laughs> I did find a. I ain't, ain't gonna lie. I saw it on Instagram. It might have been Kent Peters actually, but it was a good mounted triangle entry from Side Control One. Look, real. I'm gonna hmm. start. I'm gonna start uh, playing with it. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> still on camera as I drink my water. He was. Yeah. Smart water is going to sponsor us eventually. I always yeah. have one. Dude. Oh. We all do. <laughs> there's mine. There's, oh, there's mine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's funny to me, though, when you learn something new or you see something, you'll say, coach, da 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 da. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Instagram. Oh, Not it. always. It's uh, sometimes I just go down a rabbit hole. Sometimes, class. It's, sometimes it's pretty cool stuff, though. I'm like, wait, show me? All right, cool. We'll try it. <laughs> See how this plays out. 
I think the, I remember the move now. Actually, I think it was from armbar where you could reach your arm through your leg and secure the choke. Oh yeah, I think that's what it was. That that's, oh, that is. We've done that one in class. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but we done that one in class before that day. Before. No. No. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. No. Yes. I don't yes, remember that. Yes, we have. No recollection. We, we have. Need a camera going. Choo, 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 choo. Yeah, we we have, and it's on me, so I win. Cameras on me. They can still hear me. Yes, oh, they can. No one just saw my fun little hand dance. No, here. I'll sh- <laughs> no, yeah. no, it's okay. There's your hand it's dance. It's okay. You it's need. Okay. She said we need no, a camera no. going. We don't need the camera going. Show, it's okay. You're see. making my face red. No, leave she's, me alone. She's moving her hands back and forth, going. We need the cameras on, going. Shh, 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 shh. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, no, nah, we have done that before though, because it's a step out grab, uh, leg curl, and then our leg stretch, depending on. The one that you're trying to finish. But we have done that in class before. I remember doing the one before where it's the one Ayla does. <laughs> yawning. That was so rude. <laughs> Every time. I was yawning. That was rude. It's the one Ayla does where she actually reaches under with her outside hand and grabs her own leg mm. and kicks it. I remember going over that one. I didn't remember going over the one I'm talking about until I asked you about it. Yeah, well... It was one of those things that we, we used to – I used to do a lot of stuff that I do not do or that I've just plain forgot about. You, well, I uh, mean, how long have you been training? There's going to be things that – It's But it's funny because, like, you'll see it, and then everybody acts like it's some br- brand-new thing, and then you're like, oh, yeah, I well, remember that. Or, oh, yeah, like, uh, marking people would, like uh, – it's like a scissor choke with your hands, like – Gabling behind the neck and then scissoring your legs. Baseball bat choke? No, like a TP choke. Like a TP choke and stuff. And, like, that's making a comeback. Yeah. Um, uh, back in a, uh, Brandon McCatherine was talking about this today. Uh, like, fly trap was super big at one point, And now it's buggy chokes. And it's like they're so close together. I still don't know the difference. I really don't. But they're so close together of, like, the, it's like one is leg over, like arm under the inside, arm it. on the outside, like yeah. of the leg. And it's, it's like one's a lat choke and one's yes. a, a like a ghost triangle type deal, yeah. kinda. Yeah, and it's basically in the same family. It's like yeah, it works until you've been caught in it a couple of times and you're looking for it. Yeah, like uh, I I would let people cinch that up and just like get a big chest and like put my hands on the mat and just kind of bridge into it and to see if like, oh, are you going to get the finish or are you going to... I should have to do that with Jay. He caught me in one of them again. I don't know which one. Like, I've watched videos like, which one is this one? Which one is this one? Get it. Like, uh, okay, I know, the, know it. Wake up next day, I don't know it again. I don't know which one's which, but he got me in one and I did what you said, like big chest trying to like keep him from like cinching it up. Yeah, did it work? It did. Yeah. It's like once you know, you know. Yeah. Like you I know. felt it and I felt him, you know, digging for his leg and getting the hook and you know, I he I mean it was tight. He just didn't have it locked up and I got big and it was just I had to weasel out cuz it was there. Yeah. But like I said, once you know, you know and then it's one of those things like, yeah, somebody that's really good at it probably could finish you still. Oh, if they threw it fast, yeah, cuz this was a slow like a slow burn. Yeah. I just knew it was there and it was getting taught. That makes sense. And it, like I said, it's somebody that knows what's up or that's that's high level, they could they could probably finish it there. But anyway, uh it for me, I I like stuff like that. I like the the, the fads or the trends or whatever because it makes jujitsu good and it gets people hopped about what we're doing. It gets people hopped yeah. about uh training. It's something that I just show up and do. And I I enjoy getting, like, going to this seminar. I get to be in a deep room. I don't really know these guys. You know, like, I've trained I've trained in a room with Boogie. I've trained, I've rolled with Boogie. I've trained with Brandon. I've been in a room with Brandon. I met Brandon uh, on a trip. Uh, we were uh, with Alan Belcher. Uh, I met Ben Askren, Alan Belcher. Uh, I didn't talk to Ben because at the time, Ben was, like, undefeated and... He was like the man. Like to me, I I don't get starstruck. I'm just like whoever it is. Like cool. I knew who Ben was, 
And I was like, Ben's one of the best dudes ever. I, I was like, hey, Ben. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But with Alan and everybody else, I just talked to them like normal, normal people and stuff. And I didn't realize who Brandon was until after I left. I done sat down and ate dinner with him, sat at the table with him, talked to him. Uh, Mike Stewart, like I'm, I'm sitting down eating with all these guys that are running these, these really successful gyms, and then come to find out, like, oh, Johnny Buck running a, a running a, a successful gym, Brandon, the black belt under Eddie, like, I, and I didn't even realize who they were until. So, so you probably know later. Like, like I was talking about, I follow a lot of them and don't know them as good as Zach. You know them better than me. You just. You just I just don't know that I know them. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that's what I'm saying. But I enjoy getting into this deep room and learning jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And I remember the person that taught it to me. So, like, when Brandon shows something, I'm like, oh, okay. Now, you know? Yeah. Uh, should be getting uh, close to the end of this. How long have we been on? Uh, I don't know, honestly, because it's set up different today. Um, today is set up a little different because I was trying to do a live, uh, live broadcast yeah. and I want to start doing live because people comment. We already had like three comments before it messed up the first time. But then when we redone it, people are like, oh, it's trash. And they quit. They, they wasn't commenting and stuff. So I got you. Well, I feel, I know we've been at at least an hour, a little bit over. Yeah. So. It's probably been about an hour and a half, yeah. an hour, something like that. So we'll, we'll get out of here. We'll save some for next time. Yeah. We'll talk about the seminar when we come back. Uh, I will have this thing worked out by next Thursday for sure. I'm going to play with it. I'm just going to get up, come in here, play with it, mess with the, the settings and, and just kind of do some research and figure out what we need to do to make this thing better because I want to give a good show for you guys. Um, You got anything you want to close with, Taylor? I don't think so. Well, congratulations on your coaching position. Super cool to have you as a part of our team. And I'm telling you right now, uh, you do like the things that you're doing around the world and the stuff like that, don't put too much pressure on yourself. Just go out there, have some fun, and teach them the basics, teach them the stuff that you know. And, hey, if you don't know the answer, be honest and say, I don't know the answer. And doing that makes you look like a better leader and better at what you do. So that that's the biggest thing that I could say uh, as far as coaching for me and how what got me through is I never pretended to be somebody I wasn't. I just show up. If I knew the answer, I might give them a brief one, but I try to keep them on task, keep them on what I'm doing. They ask a question like, what if, what if, what if? I hate those questions, and I'm like, yeah, there's always a what if. Right now, let's, let's focus on this thing, this particular reaction, and we'll get into the other reactions later when we revisit, or we'll build on it throughout this month, and you'll get to see. So be patient. And I, I would definitely say and recommend that as a new coach. That's what I would recommend to you. Um, but, yeah, I'm, it's really cool that you're doing that. And I'm definitely looking forward to having a lot of women training here at Tech. I have people message me regularly asking me how we got so many women in our school. And I tell them it's because of you. Oh, It was so. work. It's been a lot of hard work, but it's great. I love it. Yeah. And it, it, it's true. I do get messaged a lot and people wanting to grow women. And I'm like, look. You gotta. You just gotta get one to stay, that can be a people person that understands like the gym culture is more important than their personal feelings because not everybody's personalities click and like you gotta look past that and just say hey we want a bunch of women in here so we gotta look past like all this cattiness or whatever you want to call it. Well, as Xander says. Everyone just needs a Miss Taylor. Hey, I mean. he did say that today. <laughs> he said that That's today. That's awesome. His, uh, his mom was like, no, no, you got to go to college and learn how to run a business because he wants to take over tech center when he gets older is what he said. And uh, he's like, I don't need to go to college. I'll just get a Miss Taylor. Yeah. Everybody needs a Miss Taylor. <laughs> That's awesome. It was great. It made my day. 
Anyway, uh, I'm gonna let you close, Bam. Like, what are your words of advice about becoming a coach? Well, why you put oh, me on the spot? Oh, that was the look. See, yeah. you have the wide-eyed look too. I did. Put me on the spot. Words of advice: becoming a coach. Uh. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess having uh someone that you can emulate, like someone. Whether, like, if you're starting from scratch, like, look at other coaches and how they do it. What you like that they do, what you don't like that they do. Uh, me, I coach like you because you're my coach, so I emulate a lot from you. I get it, I understand it. It's the way I learned, so that's the way I try to coach. Uh, and then also, just piggyback on what you said, like, you don't ever want someone to just start making something up. Like, you ask them a question, and then they just start rambling. They don't know what they're talking about. They just make stuff up because they think they're supposed to have an answer. It is completely acceptable to not know something. Like, and I think like, that's the signs of a great leader when you can admit that you're wrong or you don't know. And I go back to, like I said, like, I, I don't know, but I will find out. Like, you're willing to like, do the work. Like, I, hey, I don't know. Let me get back to you. I will find out and get you the answer. And I just I think that makes a great leader slash coach. Yes. I like it. Well guys, that's Tech Talk with Mr. Bam Bam and Miss Taylor. And I about messed that up again with the buttons. <laughs> so I I told her before I started this thing that I should have put I wanted her on button two and him on button three, but I Swap the HTMLs over. But now if I swap them next time, I'll make the same mistake. So I'll just get used to that being camera three and this camera two. Anyway, man, I hope you guys have an amazing week. Blessed day. We're going to get this thing worked out. Stick with us. And I hope you guys continue listening to Tech Talk here at Tech Center. Peace. <laughs>